Hey, I'm Jason Gray. Hey, this is Sarah Gross. Hey, I'm Andrew Osinga. Hi, this is Michael Carr. Hey, this is Andrew Peterson, and you're listening to Voices in My Head. And this is me, so let's have some exciting music. Who is me, you ask? Well, me is Rick Lee James, and this is my podcast, Voices in My Head. We've got a great show for you this week, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. This week on Voices in My Head, we are back with my friend Daniel Dye, who was here a few months ago, and he told us about a new album that he had that was coming out. Well, guess what? The album is here. It's called Blinded Again, Daniel Dye and the Miller Road Band, and we have Daniel Dye here in the Voices in My Head studio today. Say hello, Daniel. Hello, everyone. Hello. Well... Thank you for being with us, and we're done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's great to have you back. Um, my, uh, if you hear a little bit of uh, sound from the background, my son is upstairs. It sounds like playing with blocks, and so we're probably uh, have footsteps and things like that because my son's walking now, Daniel. So, That's great. Yeah, yeah. So it's. It's great and awful all at the same time. I, uh, yeah, that's true. You're like, hey, he's, oh, I think I saw a little post. Hey, he's walking. Oh, no, he's walking. Yeah, Something yeah. like that. No, yeah. it, it happened at a really great time because I was, uh, this last weekend, I played at a, it ended up being a very wonderful retreat, but it was one of the most exhausting things I've ever done because they wanted a lot of music and a lot of instrumental music. And I, I bet I played over the course of, it started Friday night at six. It ended Saturday night about six. Oh wow! And I probably played actual playing time, um, even just instrumental. Probably I'm thinking between five to six hours oh. <laughs> uh, of that time where I was just like my fingers were actually hurting, and I can't remember <laughs> the last time my fingers hurt from playing. So, uh, but anyway, in the midst of that, at like lunchtime, I went to see my son, and he walked over to me, and I was like, "What?" So was, and that was literally was, the first time you'd seen him. That was really the walk. first time I had seen him. Wow. Yeah, so it was. Fast. Yeah, so that was like uh, it was like thank you, Lord. That was my little boost of energy to get back yeah. and play music again because then I had a full afternoon of playing music. So, uh, but enough about me and uh, my son walking and all that. My wife is so thrilled to have this new album. I am too, but I think you know uh, my wife is possibly your biggest fan. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Um, she she listens to you all the time around the house, and she was really excited for the song Hard Cider. So we're gonna wait and save that at the end. That's gonna be probably the only song we play on the show in its entirety today. So uh, mm-hmm. hang around till the end of the podcast. Uh, listen to some of the other stuff. But we're just gonna sit and talk for a few minutes about the new album. I'm gonna ask you about songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell me a little bit about them, and then I'm gonna play some clips from them. And we're just gonna proceed like that and see where it takes us. Sound okay. good? Okay, sounds great. Yeah. Okay, very good. Well, let's start with uh, the very first song on the album, "Can't Stop This Love." Tell us all about it. So this song is uh, it's um, it's one of the few love songs that I've written. Uh, I don't know if you feel this way about love songs but they're they they usually come out cheesy you know so they're yeah. really a hard song to write i think paul mccartney said it's a hard it's the hardest song to write it's, yeah. it's the writing a love song and yeah. i i kind of agree but um this song is about um you know love through some hard times kind of like the other song hard cider so mm-hmm. in that way i i think it uh um I feel okay singing it. You know, it's not too cheesy, but yeah. it's it's pretty. You know, uh, the chorus is just can't stop this love, and then it just talks about the uh, 
the struggles of life in the verses there. And then some of those things have, have happened uh, to me on a personal level. With my, my wife has been through a lot of health problems and that sort of thing. And um, so um, I thought about her, I guess, specifically when I wrote that song. Right. Well, let's take a listen to it right now. Darling, we've been picking up the pieces for years now. And even so, we've only scratched the surface of our tears now. And if the future's anything like the past, we'll be facing fears now. But you, you can't, can't stop, stop this love. No, you can't stop this love. No, you can't stop this love. No, you can't stop it. And we are back with Daniel Dye and the Miller Road Band. That was their song, You Can't Stop This Love. Actually, it's just Can't Stop This Love, but mm-hmm. you say you can't, you can't stop, stop this love. So, yeah. yeah, that's how it goes. It's yeah. a great song. Um, let's go on to the next one, which last time you were on the podcast, I was privileged to get to play like two notes on the piano with you, you know, while you sang it and played it. So I was, I, I've actually been anticipating this album just because I wanted to hear this song again. I think it's one of the greatest. Uh, that I've heard of yours. No, no offense to any of your other songs, but I just mm-hmm. like that one. Everybody has their favorites. Yeah. And this is probably mine, not only because of the content, but because I got to play with you. So, you know. <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, I had a, um, a guy I know listen to the podcast after we did that last August, and he said he really liked that version that you played on the piano. He, oh, cool. He, he, he thought it sounded really haunting. Nice. Which is a nice, it was really nice to say that he was really impressed with that version, especially because it's in a really weird key and you worked yeah. it out right there within about three minutes. So well. that was fun. And I went back and listened to it as well because he said that. I thought, that is, that piano does sound, sound nice on that. So it's just, so, we, yeah. that, we tune it to haunt. That's the, it's, <laughs> we have a haunt tuning at church, so we make sure it's haunted. But that's a nice compliment. Well, Lord have mercy. Tell us a little bit about this one. Um, yeah, I think uh, this song is almost like a, it's probably the the most raw sort of song on the album. It's just a kind of like a cry, cry out um, to God. And um, in the very last, the 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 chorus goes, "Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Uh, we've got to find some sweet release. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. We're falling down upon our knees." Um, and uh, anyway, and it kind of ends up as a prayer. But it's it's a, one of those songs that could probably be sung sort of in a church but maybe just as easy, easily in a, in a bar mm-hmm. and I remember one time I was at a music fast, festival singing it and um, you know people were raising their hands mm-hmm. at a music festival oh. you know, with that song but it was uh, it, it was kind of a spiritual moment but in, in kind of a, um, a not so spiritual place so it was, yeah. it was kind of interesting I've gotten probably more reactions and, and almost in a I don't know a secular environment with that song yeah so so yeah oh yeah there's there's some great time. not to take away from the song but I, I can remember one time playing I've, I still rarely play in bars anymore but one time I played in a bar up in Columbus and um I just told him, I said, I'm going to play a few songs I play in church, you know, and, yeah. and and the reaction was very good, but one of my great moments in that was the sound guy came up afterwards, and he said, he said, I want to buy everything you got, and I said, okay, I'll let mm-hmm. you, you know, but he looked at me like with tears in his eyes, he says, I'm a Christian, and I told God I wouldn't 
work in the bars anymore and mm-hmm. he said I just I was so desperate for money right now I didn't have which made me feel bad he was buying my music so I think I gave him some <laughs> but but he said I really needed the money tonight and I said God is this okay and so I kind of like reluctantly came to run sound and then I it was like you were singing right to me that night, mm-hmm. you know and it yeah. was just like a really a really cool moment so uh, God is in the bars I, I believe that yeah he's yeah. doing he's doing work through these songs so oh and real fast as far as recording itself my sisters um, two of my sisters are on the on the uh, chorus for that so I was kind of happy to sing oh, with them great. one of them is the uh, mother of the Miller Road band okay. uh, my band they're all siblings and uh, so she jumped in the studio and then my other sister um, as well, so it was kind of fun to sing with them. So they were kind of like the choir behind me there. Nice. Was so. the Miller Band, uh, Miller Road Band, born with instruments in their hands? Uh, just about. Okay, yeah. all right. I, I figured. <laughs> so, you know, we hear yeah. people born with silver spoons in their mouth, and it seemed like that would be painful enough for the mother, <laughs> but could come out with violins and cellos and everything else. Yeah. Well, let's hear a little bit of "Lord Have Mercy" from your album. So is it better? Or is it worse that you aren't blessed and you aren't cursed? And others, yes, they've been here first. They've walked this weary land. And some they die before they age, and others clench their fist in rage. And some they're freed from this cage, and you cannot understand. And all the people cry, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. We've got to find some sweet release. Heaven, help us, heaven, help us, heaven, help us. We're falling down upon our knees, Lord. Was Lord Have Mercy by Daniel Dye and the Miller Road Band off their new album Blinded Again, uh, which that brings us to track number three, which is the title track Blinded Again. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited because if if memory serves me, I think you were my first guest that I had on Voices in My Head back mm-hmm. 100 and what are we up to 106 podcasts now. So you were like number two or three when I first started bringing guests on. And you played this live in the studio with your banjo. Yeah. And uh, I just thought it was fantastic. It was a really good song. And at that time, if memory serves, there maybe you just had a YouTube video or something like that. Yeah. um, That was out. And that was my only way to hear it. And again, now, unless I... You know, unless I went back to hear the old podcast or had you around, which is very rare, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can yeah. hear the song. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about Blinded Again. Uh, yeah, this is, there are three verses here, and um, I remember growing up in church, you know, the preacher would talk about the world and the flesh and the devil. Mm-hmm. So the first verse is the world, and the second is the flesh, and the third is uh, is the devil, and kind of, um, you know, fighting against those those three forces. So that's, it's kind of a... Um, it's a, definitely the most gospely song of the album, mm. just banjo and three-part harmony, um, and uh, yeah, probably the most churchy song. But it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit again. Um, it's not like a, a real happy sort of song, you know. So, so, but I think it's uh, it's kind of a, a cry out uh, to Jesus. The, the chorus goes, "Save my soul, save my soul." Yeah. So yeah. Well, and it's you know blinded again by the weight of my sin, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, the whole idea that it's. Yeah, it's just honest. It's honest. It's the way that that we talk 
Well, I don't know if you listeners can hear this, but it's, <laughs> it sounds like a herd of elephants is running above <laughs> right. us right now. <laughs> hey, I mean, what can you say? He's walking now, so it's, a, it's time that, to rejoice. I know that we have my wife, my son, and two dogs that are walking around upstairs. I, I probably should never refer to my wife in the same sentence with a herd of elephants. That would be that was a terrible. That's, it sounds like very petite, beautiful creatures um, <laughs> right. flittering around up above us right now. But <laughs> yeah, it gives it gives this um, podcast a little more character, you know. Well, before she hears this and blinds me again um let's let's listen to blinded again again by Daniel Dye and the Miller Road Band. Uh, this is off the new album with the same title as that song, Blinded Again. It's just been released not too long ago. You can get it on, uh, well, pr- probably just about everywhere that you get music online, right? Yeah. Amazon, yeah. iTunes. and Yep, yep. Um, it's all out. It's going to be all, all those places. Okay. CD Baby, iTunes, Amazon. Bandcamp is where uh, we're getting Bandcamp. most people, most people are download from Bandcamp. And I think that gives most of the that gives most of the funds to the artist. Yeah, yeah, so, I love Bandcamp. I yeah. think it's the best thing out there. Honestly, um, I I don't make a ton of sales so far from there because I don't think people know about it as much. Um, but it's it's wonderful. They they let you have so much control over what you sell, and I think in the future it's just going to keep you know growing and be the place people go for their music. And they have a new app now, so my wife I think listens to your new album through the Bandcamp app. Actually, oh, okay. Because we bought it digitally from there. Okay. So, um, well, let's take a break from your music for a second. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about um, life and and life on the road and all that. I know last time you were here, mm-hmm. you had just hours before. Um, your wife and you were at the hospital bringing a new child in the world and yeah. uh, so now you've got two daughters and she's like seven months old now the youngest yeah the one, youngest right? is seven close to eight months now i said seven uh, earlier when i was talking to you but she's almost eight months and um her name is natalie and then i have another daughter who is three years old her name is eliza mm-hmm. so yeah they are uh, having fun together they're already practically best friends now it's been a while since i've had the opportunity to be at one of your concerts does, does eliza still cry at your at your concerts or she, <laughs> she now it's Natalie's turn to cry oh now it's Natalie's yeah yeah Eli- eliza is she uh she's you know i think she knows most of the lyrics and she sits and sings but <laughs> that's great so natalie is now going to take that pl- crying place yeah is, isn't it mm-hmm. awesome when your kids kind of like sing your songs or yeah my, my son's not to the point of singing yet because he hasn't got the words but he is starting to make some noises mm-hmm. and uh, and at church or if he does you know the rare time he gets to come to a concert he kind of gets 
entranced or calmed down because he's heard these songs before, you know. And mm-hmm. and uh, there's been a couple times at concerts it seems like it's um, there'll be other artists before me playing and he's kind of fussy. And then when I get up, he's kind of calms down. Sometimes even kind of goes to sleep. That just always makes me feel kind of good. Not not that I put people to sleep when I sing but you know that yeah, yeah. That, that for him that yeah. he feels that way it's about a, it's it it's a peaceful place for him yeah yeah, yeah it, it really is kind of um it's it really is fun and i think uh and probably in your house and my house music is just part of everyday life and um and today even today i started playing the guitar and eliza went and grabbed her violin and Sure. She was she was going at it with me. Yeah. So so yeah. Well, you've been on the road a lot too. I've just been noticing from yeah. your website, and you've been going different places. How's how's that been? It was good. Uh, for spring break, went up to the Northeast to Boston and New York City, and did a few shows up there, and spent some time recording for the next album in the studio as well. Oh, wow. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, but it was probably the most tiring week of my life. It was squeezed in. I teach. And so I was going to say we we probably should clarify that yeah. you're not a student on spring break. That yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you're the you'd be a very young student to have that many kids and you know but anyway go yeah ahead. so <laughs> I'm I I teach at Ohio State and two of the my band members uh, are students there so it really worked out well for us to have a spring break together and um and we squeezed in I think four shows and then two days in the recording studio as well and wow. it was a lot but it was it was a lot of fun I, I don't think i've ever been so i think i mentioned this I, I i was really tired in fact it was the first time i've ever gotten on stage and then i completely forgot um, one of my songs i mean it's the song ohio which is i probably sound that more than any other song and i and it's for me the the words and then even the, the timing of it was off the band looked at me with big eyes and and we just moved on to the next song That's it was like it was a anthem too man. yeah it was so bizarre and and it was just plain f- fatigue i think uh, yeah. yeah so well i don't know if i've ever told you and you'll indulge me listeners if i've told this before but one of my favorite stories that makes me feel better about myself when i do things like that in concert um years ago when i was in college i went and watched a tv taping of a vince gill tv special that mm-hmm. he was doing and uh, he completely forgot that he was having to do this taping for one thing. And this was back before he was married to Amy Grant. He was still married to Janice, you know, mm-hmm. uh, from Sweethearts of the Rodeo. And and um, he thought his summer touring was over and everything, and he was done. And it was a super hot summer, so he completely shaved his head. Oh. Uh, and, and he also had knee surgery at the <laughs> same time. And then he realized he had this TV taping, like, the following week. Oh. <laughs> and so he came out on stage, like, limping, using crutches for one thing because he'd had knee surgery he's he's you know he he looks like he'd just been through something because he was all shaved head and everything he looked like a veteran coming home you know and he sat down to play and he, he kind of in, in a humorous way told us the story he said i completely forgot we had this on the schedule and um i think it was uh it was one of his big songs like take your memory with you and you go or look yeah. at us or something like that one of his huge hits had to start the song three times over because he couldn't remember the words and oh, finally yeah. they had to bring a piece of paper out and lay it on the floor with lyrics because he couldn't remember <laughs> it so anytime you think of that just remember even the best vince yeah. gill you know he he does it too so that is good to know yeah, yeah. 
we're all just humans when it comes down to it. Yep. So, yeah, very good. Well, good. I'm. I'm. That's got to be fun, though. I mean, getting to spend some time on the road, and uh, you're you're kind of like. I mean, you're like most of us. Most of the musicians that I know, we all have to do other things other yeah. than than just the music thing, and that's. I mean, that's part of the the journey, and that's part of the times that we live in, because people don't want to pay for music anymore. It seems like. Yeah. Um. So it makes it kind of difficult sometimes and i don't know if you're like me there's there's days i just want to go like maybe i just am done maybe you know i i, I should quit this but it, it won't let us quit you know <laughs> that's exactly that's right we have to keep doing it almost like so. you don't have a choice yeah i was definitely laying low in the winter it was a it was a yeah. it, for me it happens around christmas time um just because uh you you know with music you, you christmas is a great time for family mm-hmm. and and um but there's you know the focus on music is it seems like it's always off uh, for yeah. me. Yeah, unless you have time. like a Christmas album that you're ready to just really, you know, That's true. Yeah. push yeah. and go on. It's it's like nobody cares about any other music at Christmas time. Exactly. So, well, tell me, is there any uh, any good, uh, other than forgetting your lyrics on the road, anything like that, any good stories to share from being out that comes to mind? Yeah, actually, it was one of the most magical moments uh, we had as a band. We were in a, uh, we played in Brooklyn, and um, it was a, a contact that we'd made years ago, uh, a kid that went to school in Ohio, and then he said, "Hey, um, um, let's do a house show, and and uh, I can get some friends from." He goes to King's College out in, in New York City. Anyway, uh, this apartment filled up with a bunch of university students that were fresh on to their spring break, and um, we had a really good time singing uh, one set, and then we went and mingled and. Uh, a guy came up to me and he said, hey, I want you to sing this one song, uh, Saints and Sinners, again, because I had a chill. He was from Russia, actually. He said, oh. I had a chill and I want to have another chill. Oh. So we sang it again, and by that time, they all knew it because they had heard it for the first set. Yeah. And then they, they just sang it with us like a choir. And it was uh, so loud we could hardly hear ourselves singing. And we've had that happen with our home crowd some, but to have mm-hmm. that happen on the road like that, for people that just heard the song for the first time, it was kind of a magical moment. So That's we, fantastic. So, yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun. So. There's just nothing better than that when you get a, like a, you know, every now and then when a song ends and you, you'll just kind of faintly hear somebody go, wow, or, you yeah, know, something yeah. like that. And it's just like, oh, thanks, God. That's a, <laughs> yeah. thanks for letting me write this song, you know, and things like that. So that's great. Well, let's get into uh, another song here and uh, we can certainly stay and talk a lot longer, but. You know, before we do that, let me just acknowledge real quick your bandmates. I'd love to have them all here one of these days. Yeah. We'll have to figure out that one of these days. Maybe we'll have you all uh, do bluegrass style, gather around a microphone or yeah, yeah, we and can, play a song. Yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, but let us let me just go through real quick the, the players on this album. We have Andrew Miller, who plays vocal, guitar, banjo, drums, glockenspiel, um, viola, and melodica. And I, mm-hmm. I thought that said cider for some reason. I don't know. Why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he played cider. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie Miller, you know, the, the Miller Road Band continues. He's on vocals and violin. You have Thomas Miller on cello, ukulele. You have Amanda Blanton, Sarah Kelly, Jenny Miller on vocals. Uh, Tony Goddess, who uh, played percussion and piano. He was also your engineer, right? Yeah. Uh, in the mm-hmm. studio. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Goddess is a pretty awesome last name. It is, yeah. yeah. you got to have some power with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brad Bird mm-hmm. played some piano. So mm-hmm. uh, some, some great engineers, kind of the, the usual suspects in some ways, but then you had a couple uh, different people on there that, that you didn't normally have, so that's pretty mm-hmm. great to hear. Um, 
uh, try and look through your liner notes real quick just to see if there's any other interesting notes. Did, uh, I think you told me off mic before we started, but tell us a little bit about Tony Goddess before we go into another song here. Oh, he, yeah. he um, uh, yeah. Did, And he served, did he serve as producer as well as engineer, well, um, or how did it, that work? It kind of, uh, what happened was, originally uh, Brad Bird was the producer on the album, and then, um, so he was there for some of it, but ended up being kind of produced mostly by by me and the band okay. and then but in but tony was so insightful that we gave him some production rights as well so mm. so the album it's uh produced by daniel down the miller road band and then tony goddess and brad bird as well so everyone got a little a uh, little uh, everyone got in on the action um but he was really uh, helpful for us for a couple songs just and uh yeah. giving us some ideas on instrumentals and stuff wow. so so yeah and now he was uh he was a part of the band guster or he um, uh, wrote a song for he guster, wrote a or? he co-wrote a song amsterdam it was a pretty big hit for guster mm-hmm. um and uh i was just up in the studio a couple weeks ago talking to him about that and he said that he actually was friends with those guys from college and uh they put the word out on their for their second album they needed some um some um, ideas for songs, and so uh, yeah. this is right when they were kind of growing as a band, and so nice. that's how that came to be. So he's pretty involved up in the Boston music scene and well known okay. up there. And I, I have a second fan base up in that area, so that's how I Boston. end up with him. Yeah, yeah. Boston. <laughs> so, so yeah, I end up there uh, and and have done quite a bit of recording up there uh, the last few years. So, so yeah. Well, so. I, th- I think I'm going to close out our musical segment with mm-hmm. uh, with the song that my wife is most enthused about on this album because she's been waiting for so long, like I said before. But the song Hard Cider. So tell us a little bit about Hard Cider and, and kind of what the... Yeah, I rem- just tell us about the song. I remember the day I wrote that, Jasmine, my wife, was in Europe and I was in Ohio and it must have been 95 degrees outside and well over 100 in our apartment. It was hot. I didn't have any AC at the time, and I remember just sweating. At that time, since she was gone, the place looked like it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely a bachelor pad, and and I looked around in this filth and squalor, and I was sweating, and uh, and I grabbed the guitar and I just started playing that song. So so yeah, darling, they may say we live in squalor. They may say we're doing bad, and that's that's how it all came. So so, so the. This is the the bachelor mind at work, you know, when we're by ourselves. Rather than clean up the squalor, we write a song. Right, know, right. About, boy, it sure is rough living in this. So, <laughs> no, so, that's yeah. awesome. Well, let's go ahead and play this, and I'm going to play this in its entirety because, uh, well, it's a great song, and I think everybody needs to hear it. And the hook of this, really, you were telling me, um, it's got the violin, but it also has viola and cello, cello. so it's Mm -hmm. sort of like three stringed instruments going through. And it's kind of one of those examples, which we should talk about more after the song, but the way that you kind of blend sort of like Americana folk with classical music, you know, and Mm -hmm. and I, I really like that a lot. So let's go ahead and hear Hard Cider in its entirety and then we'll come back and talk a little more about it.
say we're doing bad But if we found a thousand dollars It wouldn't change the love you know we have, dear section it's the rest of the day you're just going to be humming because you just heard hard cider and um and maybe you drank some too i don't know but uh in, <laughs> in, in in my house probably hard cider would just be that we probably had it in the freezer you know and that would be the extent of that but, you know? <laughs> so, probably in your mother's house as well because I, I remember you telling stories about that yeah yeah yep <laughs> um but yeah we we i wanted to talk a little about about this idea you have been so blessed with um some extremely talented family members and we get to hear mm-hmm. them all over the album um the miller road band and as i was reading the credits a few minutes ago the name miller 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 kept yep. coming up um it, it probably makes you feel a little left out being die you know die <laughs> miller but you know um you, you kind of have created this style and i can't think of too many people that actually have this you know that that they have sort of this bluegrassy folksy americana roots music um 
but while the rest of the band is sort of classically trained, and so you ha- you kind of have, um, I mean, they're out there. I mean, you have people like Mark O'Connor who are so versatile and can mm-hmm. play absolutely everything. Yep. But it's very rare, I think, that you find a, a violin player and not just a fiddler, you know, or yeah. somebody that'll play cello or somebody that'll play viola and things like that. Because to me, there's a real... Um, there's a real difference in technique to me and mm-hmm. I think they're I mean you've got some fiddler type tunes but there's also this real melodic type way that they play together so tell us kind of how that I, I don't know tell us whatever you want to tell us about it but kind of how that all came together because I think that kind of thing only comes from like actually playing together for a while you know where mm-hmm. you kind of get your styles to start meshing together and then it has its own it kind of it kind of marries itself and becomes its own thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it didn't start off. Uh, yeah, it's good. it didn't start off quite so easy. You mm-hmm. say what? How the whole thing began was I was living in Germany, playing my tunes, you know, with my guitar, and harmonica, banjo, and then I came home. Um, and when I had left for Germany, my nephews and nieces were playing the strings, but they weren't that good. Mm-hmm. And I came back and. It was like night and day. I couldn't believe it. And so we started kind of messing around the family room. I would play a song, and then they would throw in some cello and violin. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then um, it started. You know, it, it, there has some. There were some good moments there, um, and it started feeling more like a like a real song, if that makes sense. Um, and then it it took a while, but uh, what happened was it um, turned into something like. Um, now I guess we've been playing together for about four years, but it really is kind of feels more like a fusion of classical and folk. Mm-hmm. Before it was kind of like we were just trying to figure out parts, and yeah. it was more like jamming together. But yeah. now actually it's starting to turn into something, you know. Yeah. So, so for the first time, um, you know, we're actually working up songs. Like, okay, now we. My my dad told me yesterday. He said. Now when I go to concert, I know I can expect the same part. You know, yeah. <laughs> for the first couple of years, it's a different part every time. You know, so right. so that's what it's kind of turning into um, with it, them. It used to be like that with me with guitar solo. Oh yeah. Excuse me. I mean, it's still to, to an extent is a little different every time, but um, after a while, I start kind of getting like this is what I play on this song, and this is what I play on that one, and it, it kind of has its own. This is for that song, but not. Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off. Here I go talking about me again. No, no, that's <laughs> fine. No, that's fine. I was just thinking. I wish I could make it more interesting. Except that if, just to clarify, they are the band. Be, there'd be two of my nephews and a niece, okay. and um, and they actually, um, yeah, they all are classically trained. They all played in um, youth symphonies and mm. and or orchestras, whatever they're called yeah. exactly. And uh, there's one called there's one in Central Ohio. They all played in, and. Um, so they, uh, and it's funny, after this last tour, for the first time, they were like, I think we want to be a band. Like, it's kind of like, yeah. uh, I do a lot of solo acts and we come together for shows, but yeah. they're, they're pretty motivated right now because of the response we've gotten. Um, so, and so, I'm, yeah. try- I'm trying to remember on your last album, was it Daniel Dye featuring the Miller Road Band? Like, is that mm-hmm. kind of how it was built on the cover, or was it and the Miller Road Band then? The first one was... Yeah, about half the songs were just me, yeah. and about half the songs the band joined okay. me. Right. So it was um, kind of like, um, you know, it was more like, hey, this band, although they were playing with me quite a bit in live right. shows, but they just jumped in for some of the songs. This one was more of a collaborative effort of us doing. Most of the songs were together. There's a there's a handful of songs that I just, there was one right at the end that I just basically did a live, you know, it was just 
just sit there tap my foot and did a real quick it's like a little folk sure. song yeah so yeah. uh there's a bit probably every album will have a bit of that but this yeah. one's definitely more of a collaborative project uh, that we worked so, out together so, so they, yeah they have become your e street band yes know, like. yeah yeah this, they're my favorite band there's another no yeah this is the this is the band i prefer to be with that's right but, that's but. <laughs> so so yeah and uh and i think they're taking a little bit more um you know possession of the whole project as well which is great yeah. uh, bring it on if we can get four people out there yeah spreading the word that's that's great now, now i noticed you're this has nothing to do with your music but maybe it helps and so i noticed you're a little more beardy now than last time when i saw you it's gotten much more thick and you know have you taken up lumberjacking in the meantime <laughs> this was or? the winter of 2014 this, <laughs> this was a cold winter yeah it i usually grow a beard in the winter today while we're recording so. yeah it's snowing on march 25th i usually grow a winter beard um but this winter i just never ever trimmed it mm. and um so it ended up being pretty pretty yeah. formidable um so um yeah in fact actually uh my my daughter told me that she doesn't like it oh. she doesn't like my beard i think it's because of my the influence of my wife but <laughs> but we played a game of the day with my my daughter and my nephews uh, not the ones in my band but the little guys that you could hide things in my beard and there see how long <laughs> see how long you could find it so they had matches and nails wow. and 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 easter's coming so, <laughs> so yeah. yeah there you go <laughs> so. the egg hunt and the, the daniel dye beard egg hunt there this year so. and it took them a while it took them a while to find a little nail that's for sure yeah <laughs> it's not quite that big but you know it's it's big enough so um well before uh, before we play out of here today with another one of your songs i uh, i think you should tell everybody just exactly where to find your music online Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe where they can see you in an upcoming show. Now, bear in mind, we're recording this uh, at a time where it's probably going to be like three weeks before it actually comes out. So I don't know if you know of any shows three weeks ahead that are on the top of your head that you can tell people about. But feel free to, you know what, you just tell them whatever you want to tell them. If you want to tell them what color your undershirt is, you feel free. <laughs> All right. So, you know. Well, let's see. Um, I know that on April the 10th, I'll be on the radio on uh our little NPR affiliate, but I don't know if this is going to air after that or not. So we'll say April nineteenth. Okay. For you Springfielders, we're going to have a house show, All a little right. a little house show and party, and actually this would include you, Rick. Oh, great. Um, I hope. To and be there, uh, yeah. there'll be some other musicians there, uh, some local musicians. Musicians, Jill and Micah are going to be there, and then oh. another guy named John Morgan out of the eastern part of Ohio, who's an excellent great. singer songwriter. And uh, that's the next show we have locally, and then I'm going to be off teaching in Turkey for three weeks. And then I'll be in Europe, but I will be doing a show in Berlin, Germany, right. um, at least one so far on the schedule. I might be putting a few nice. more together. All right. That's May 31st, and then we'll be back in Ohio. I'll be back in Ohio in June, and we'll probably do a whole collection of summer shows and festivals and that sort of thing. Great. Okay, and how about websites? Yeah. DanielDimeMusic.com, okay. and, um, uh, and then from there you can get all the uh, channels, Facebook and YouTube and and then also um, MadRoadMusic.com is a website that promotes um, some of my music and projects and and different things that we're doing. We have a Madden Road Music Festival that we do every year. So and Rick has been a part of that in the past. Yeah, it's, so it's it's great fun. Mm -hmm. It really is, and it's always like 
hell on earth hot too it's like just really i don't know why that time of year it just uh, seems to, you know the winter time we freeze like eskimos and in the summer we melt as though we are being punished with the wrath of god i don't know why that is but uh ohio it's, it's yeah. what we have so yep. um and let me just say listeners by the way as someone who is an independent artist myself uh, i want to encourage you to go to daniel's Bandcamp site and again that was daniel Bandcamp. Daniel die in the MRB dot one bandcamp dot okay. com something like that. If you do Daniel Die Bandcamp, you'll find Daniel it. Daniel Die Bandcamp. Yeah, um, you'll find there, it. One reason that I encourage people to go to Bandcamp specifically is not only can you buy the album, but you can actually you can kind of set your own price. I mean, I think there's a minimum on there, but you're able to actually leave a tip, you know, over and above um, for Daniel. And I just encourage you to do that. You know, make an artist day. Go and give a little extra because honestly, um, most of us independent artists, we're just barely getting enough. Uh, Let's just say it this way. We usually don't even make enough to, like, cover the recording. So um, Mm -hmm. any that can come over and above that, I know it's always appreciated. And there's nobody that works harder at it than Daniel and his band. And if you ever see one of their concerts live, you'll see the kind of quality of the music they are. You've already heard today on the show. And um, not to sound like a telethon, but I want you to support. You know, I really do because I want to hear more music out of them in the future. And uh, that's that's just kind of how it works, isn't it? I mean, if, yeah. if if we're able to support ourselves, we'll do more music. If not, we can't. You know, it's just kind of mm-hmm. how it works, unfortunately. So, um, any final words you'd like to add before we? Uh, just here? thank you, Rick Lee James. Thank you for having me on the show, and uh, it's always a delight and a pleasure yeah. to be here. I think this is my fourth time, so I feel happy to be here again. Yeah, and well, um, I'm and happy to have you. Yeah, so I really, uh, really appreciate it. And then maybe the next time we'll get the whole, the whole band in. That would and, be great. Uh, you actually, yeah. you just tell me when, and we'll make a time for it because that would be awesome. We could maybe like that. for the uh, we have a Madman Music Festival in August again uh, this year, so maybe as a fun. Maybe uh, promotional for that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Let's work on that for sure. Well, Daniel Dye, thank you for being one of the voices in my head. This week. <laughs> All right, thank you. Now you go to find solace in the house of God But all you find is your soul rots You don't know what you are or what you're not But they are not like you Yet there must be wrong and must be right And there's evil in the sweetest light And goodness in the blackest night And you don't know what all the people cry, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. We've got to find some sweet release. Heaven, help us, heaven, help us, heaven, help us. We're falling down upon our knees. You've been listening Voices in My Head, the official podcast of Rick Lee James. If you'd like to know more about me, my ministry, my music, my life, go to my website at rickleejames.com. And I'd love this to be a community experience, so if you call 937-505-0162, you can leave feedback, 
You can give me suggestions for future shows. You can even record comments that I can play on the next podcast. So let's make this something really great together. 937-505-0162. Thank you so much for listening to Voices in My Head, the official Rick Lee James podcast. God bless.